Hi folks, welcome to today's bonus episode, as usual, um, um, we're going to do this episode without music, because it's a catch-up, it's kind of what we do. I personally don't like doing the bonus episodes, because the show has changed pace, um, But I think I'm going to keep it as short as I can because um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll keep it as short as I can because um, I've got imaginary Andy. Andy, do you want to say hello? Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) So this is a bonus episode, which means that we talk about what's happening or what has happened or what has not happened. And... I guess a lot has happened, really. Um, First, we want to thank Anchor for changing everything up. I mean, I've not done Magul Radio for ages. And these episodes is kind of like journalism. I I can teach people about not just the music I listen to, but why I listen to the music or the music I'm interested in. The last episode... I did was all about punk. Um, I love it the way you do that. Yeah, all about punk. (laughs) Um, And the reason why it's echoey is because I'm in my office. Um, So, yeah. Um, And I don't get paid for doing these episodes. I I don't really want the... You know, I don't do the podcasting seriously. If I was, I'd go to other forms. Whereas, like, I mean, everything's different, really, with what we do. I mean, we used to we used to do a lot of talk and technically the music on these episodes. And in actual fact, the music will still go in, even if they take the music off Spotify and just have it on Anchor. I think... Um, it really, really gives that part to the show. And I think the next episode will be about um, music that shapes the lockdown. Yeah, because you've been listening to a lot of music. I have. Um, and I was thinking, you know... Um, I know the year hasn't ended yet, but I'm not very patient. Um, So, you know, patience is not really a virtue with me. Um, Hence why, you know, I love doing these episodes and and stuff, but... Mm. Sorry, I'm drinking the ginger beer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll be summing up the... The the next... Well, I'll be summing up the year, as crappy as it has been, but musically... Um, there's been lots of things I've been listening to. Uh, you know, Dehoof, Hella, Death Grips, um, Crumbs. I'd have to look at all the stuff that I've listened to yeah. to put it in the episode. But anyway. So, I mean, as as we as we sit here and and stuff, um, you know, as we sit here and drink, <laughs> that should be um, anyway. What I have thought of doing 
is these bonus episodes, I think people want to know a lot, a lot of things, which, you know, the next ep- the next bonus episode will have features in it because it's, you know, it makes the show, it's smoother when we do that. But um, I was out on a I was out on a walk today, and uh, it felt great. Um, just leaving the house to go to the post box it was a great excuse. A few yards up the road, strange, um, because I do street photography. You know, again, as another. Another side hobby. It's just, you know. And I'm into, at the moment, I'm into signs, strangely enough. So I was taking pictures of signs and cones and... Makes people aware, doesn't it? It does. There's been lots of signs at the moment. Um, You know, they're quite interesting signs. But I mistake the cycle lane one for the... um, for the roadworks sign. (laughs) Which I'm going to have to say in the the vlog. Um, In the next weekly vlog. Hmm. Which is a strange mixed bag um, of things because it's, you know, but the roads are so quiet. It was weird. It was like, you know, when it's snowing, and oh, this is strange, you know, it snows and you get that blind man's fog type thing. It was really weird, but it wasn't eerie like March or April. Um, it was nothing like that at all. I thought it would be, but in actual fact, it was more... I don't know, what's the word? Tranquil. Mm. You know? Um, even even the main road was quiet. I think that was the most eerie part of the journey, walking along the main road. Um, you know, just not hearing cars... You know, probably a few cars. It's strange though, because this road, this road that I live on, the roads, the cars come, you know, it's like a main road, I don't know, but, you know. But we'll just see when everything gets back to normal. Yeah. It is a. I tell you what, though, I um, I what's her name do? <clears throat> um, because like it's brilliant. So, I was going to talk about the revised lockdown and yada la da 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 da. But in actual fact, um, nothing has come to normal. I do think, I do think though, this vaccine, when it comes, yeah, you know, everyone will be like, woo. Vaccine, woo! <laughs> you know, um, but I want to tell you also, like, my mental health hasn't gone effed up, and I want to share that with you. I want to share that with you because the groups that I used to go to, they're not happening anymore. 
And this is another thing. This is another thing, right? I don't do Zoom. Um, so my plan is to do a video over Christmas and to get it out to all the people on DVD at some point. Yeah. Or to get it out to um, people who, you know, because there's people within these groups who obviously don't want, you know, their phone number, whatever, shared. So what we're going to do is... Mm -hmm. um, we're going to make a video. Um, and we're going to ask... We're going to do like a, a monthly newsletter of the audio blog. Sorry, not the audio blog. The Mind of a Burger, which was the other podcast which we did. And we're hopefully going to set it up as an actual website next year with a forum, an actual forum that happens and stuff. And hopefully um, a paid YouTube channel. So it becomes, you know... So we get income. Now, the money that happens off the YouTube channel will um, will be used to um, better the podcast. So it won't be spent anywhere else. But also, uh, some of that money will go into the groups that are no longer running, if you get me. So, I don't know, we might be able to do things like set up a online thing for anybody who's interested. I'm still looking for other ways and stuff. I'm still looking for how do we get... I mean, I would love to be able to set up a phone group with contacts and stuff. But... I understand also, but I want to put out the booklets. Now, I know an animator, but unfortunately he's got other things he wants to do. So it might be that we do a slideshow type presentation with all the booklets rolled into one, one series. I've got a few of the booklets. I know people have got booklets. And um, also, if you finish with the booklets... Um, we're going to make a um, online resource service where people can go and access the booklets. And plus, we'll make new ones too. So we're going to make books on, um, you know, things like helping you, uh, keeping yourself well and, yeah, and keeping yourself clean. And we're going to actually publish these booklets online. But instead, and also, here's another thing. They'll be published on a place where you can just go and get them. There'll be no signing in or any of that. There'll be a place. We're going to publish it on a place where people can go, you know, because... Obviously, when libraries start opening up again, people will start going to the library. Mm. So it would be great. And, and digitally, people will go to the library to access the internet. So my thought is, if people go to the library to access the internet, you never know. They might go and read these self-help booklets, mm. you know, and... We, we want to change everything. I mean, people are going to go to the life rooms and do the courses there and stuff. But at the moment, I mean, it's, it's just we want to put something out for what we've learned. Um, hate crime. I've done a whole episode on hate crime for Mind of a Burger. But we're going to do lots of other things. Not just podcasts. We're going to do all sorts of things. Hopefully.
probably within the next year or so. And our mental health needs promoting. It's the one thing that it's different because mental health is non-visible. There's non-visible disabilities out there. And sometimes we need to fight. I've always said the tongue in the head is a great weapon. If you know how to use it properly. A fantastic tool. And yeah. Um, I know people have been moaning in lockdown. But I'm going to give you the tips in this podcast. On how you can keep yourself well mentally during the lockdown pandemic. We're back. So, um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to talk about something which I find that people should know. And these are things to um, better your mental health. Okay? So, thing number one is, you know, have a time to get up in the morning. Um, If you are a person that likes to lie in, you know, get up around about 8 o'clock at the latest on a weekday. If you're going to have a lie-in, you know, leave it to a Sunday. So stick with your routines, you know, your morning routines. Don't think, I want to have a line every day. It's not good, right? Um, you know, so make sure you do that. Number two is make sure that you stick to all your routines that you normally would do. For example, if you get up and have breakfast and have a wash and brush your teeth and all that, um then yeah, stick to that routine. Um, But if you don't have that routine, then move on to the next step, which is make sure you get exercise. Now, for me, that's pretty simple saying that because I have a gym at home, but for those people who don't have a gym and, you know, exercise is important, maybe go for a walk around the block um, or just... Go for a walk, you know, it's it's one of the things that you need to do. Number three is to get fresh air. So it's, it's going without saying, it follows the number two really, you know. Um, instruction number four is to make sure that you are telling people every day your mental health now, we've got no excuse these days. There are several things we can do. There's social media online. There's phone. There's your next-door neighbour. There's members of your family. There's, you know, all that kind of thing. And number five is to be the nosy neighbour. You know, be the nosy neighbour. Look over the fence. Is, do you think someone's not doing okay? you know, checking on somebody once in a while, you know, um, and if you can, be the person that goes and gets the shopping for them if you need to, you know, communication, is re- it, it is key at this moment of time. Number five is um, make sure that, you know, that you only have the odd duvet day. Now, I've not had any duvet days. Um, I mean, Dad was ill and I wasn't able to go home. I'm at a friend's. Um, I wasn't able to go home. 
and I didn't do any exercise, so I put on weight. But um, I think what was I talking about, Andy? I don't know. <laughs> um, oh. Crumbs. <laughs> this is the bonus episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, duvet days, that's it. Um, and I just, you know, and it was raining. And I thought, sod it, I'm going to have a duvet day. I'm just going to sit in my office, watch YouTube, chill on Facebook. And I, and I just had a duvet day. And... Technically, me having a duvet date is just sitting watching films and, well, sitting watching YouTube and stuff. I think I went in the lounge and watched stuff with Neil. I can't remember what I did that day. But, um, and then the other duvet day I had, you could call it a duvet day, was a day where I did my exercises and because it was raining, I didn't have to go out anywhere. So I just sat in the cellar and watched YouTube for the rest of the afternoon because I'd done my workout. Um, you know, and now, like, I have a new routine, which is I get up, I work in my office, um, and then I go upstairs, have my wash, and then I go next door, have my lunch, and then I... Sorry, I go back home and I have my lunch. And then I stay at home for a bit and I do my workout in the gym. And then I do whatever I want to do for a bit and then um, I have tea and then I come back here. So, um, yeah, it's all good. And I tell you what, I like the new routine very much because it's strange because I feel like I'm doing something strange, like I'm doing something every every day. You know, and um, yeah, so duvet days is, you know, I'm not saying don't do a duvet day, have the odd duvet day, but don't have every single day as a duvet day because it's going to feel like, oh, it's boring. What do I do? You know, um, it's like, oh, I'm cooped up in this space now, you know, um, you know, which was good to get out today and walk around the block because, you know, doing a bit of cane work um, and stuff like that. And I know... I know that... Um, me doing a bit of, you know, going out and having a walk, I know it's probably not a lot, but it's strange because I hadn't, I hadn't actually been uh, anywhere for, for a week. Um, which is strange, but um, I think it's important that, especially for people who are visually impaired, and if you're visually impaired and you've got mental health issues on top, it's just going to add to the, to the list, really, isn't it? Um, but, um. I know there is. I know there's people that are moaning about saying they've got mental health issues, and I know it's a nag, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But you know, you have to hear people out with this. Um, my mental health didn't go downhill because it wasn't that I've got a good home and all that. It's I've got good people around me. Um. Uh, I guess I lean on my community and the community's not crumbled in Axel's uh, fact it's, it's got stronger because we reach out online and we use things like WhatsApp and Messenger. In fact, there's been hundreds of people who, who had talked to me anyways, but since the lockdown, they've been speaking to me and I've just had... Dozens of comments on my Facebook posts, you know, um, which, yeah, I mean, 
my eating habits haven't changed, but me kind of working out every day and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to just do something, you know. Um, I'm excited to go and play out and as somebody who has Asperger's and learning difficulties as well, I think it's cool that, you know, going out and... I understand people who haven't got all of that, but I also understand the people who like to have a whinge too, um, which is healthy. It's healthy having a whinge. You, you wouldn't realise <laughs> it's healthy. Um... Because the newspapers these last few weeks have been absolutely ridiculous and absolutely depressing. I mean, they were depressing from March to April. End of March, beginning of April. All the way to July. I think was it to August? I can't remember. And... I've spoke to a few people. I've had people ringing me up, speaking to me who wouldn't normally talk to me, which is weird. And, or message me who wouldn't normally message me. People just messaging me out of the blue, asking me if I'm okay and stuff. Um, I got a call today actually from, from Dunes and I thought it was about my membership. And it was a courtesy call and I really didn't know what to say on the phone. I was like, this is a waste of time calling me because <laughs> I didn't say that on the phone, but um, why would it be a waste of time? Because they, you know, yeah, well, no, they're doing the job. They're doing the job. I mean, obviously, if I was, I am, I am the person, though, that does hold things in um, very well. Um but I would say to somebody if I was feeling crap, you know, if my mental health was, was feeling crap, which I did have a few down spirals, but it was more kind of disappointments. You know, what's the biggest kick in the pants that's happened? Well, an actual fact, when you look at it, it hasn't been a big kick in the pants. Except that we couldn't meet, like, I arranged to meet somebody and I couldn't do that. Um, I wanted to go to the fireworks, couldn't do that. Um, there was loads of things I wanted to do and couldn't do them because, you know, there was restrictions. You know, oh, you could go to the pub. What was this whole thing, groups of six meeting? You knew there was going to be another lockdown. Mm. And the whole thing, like, if you went to the shop, you were breaking the law. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you sit in a shop, you break the law. You know, well, uh, at the time, I thought to myself, should I burn a whole load of CDs and and sell them? <laughs> Which I think in this pandemic, people need to start doing, you know, what, copying their CD collections. Yeah, and selling them. You know, copying games, you know. I think, like, that would save the music industry, you know. I mean, it saved the computer game industry, but the music industry and the filming industry, they've had different things. And now it's like, in fact, okay, you know, Unless a lawyer gets hold of you, you know, stop doing it. But in actual fact, you know, I suggest that people should start copying their favourite Metallica album and sell it, <laughs> you know. You know, put David Gethin records or something. And uh, people are probably already doing it, you know. And technically, you know, if, if, if they're not getting caught, then so be it. You know, it's something I have thought. I thought to myself, should I start copying CDs and 
and selling them on the street for like four or five quid or something. Something I might do after the pandemic's all all done and <laughs> see what see what the response is. Might do it as a social experiment actually, you know, but uh I personally don't see the harm and in fact copying CDs is probably not as big. I think the new thing will be restreaming music. That'll be the new thing, won't it? You know? Um you know, they're gonna catch you if you restream a song. Which which is actually happening at the moment. People are actually restreaming artists. It's a big thing that's happening at the moment. But technically, during this pandemic, people shouldn't be whining about copying music. Um <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> just saying, just saying. Oh dear. Mm. It's a bonus episode. It is. It is indeed. Now we've got all the coronavirus 19 bullshit out the way. Let's talk about something decent. Music! Woo! (laughs) Yeah, you can tell. You know, um... That's if you're having a duvet day. Yeah, if you're having a duvet day, you should listen to the last three or four shows. They've been really good. Um, so, the change of the episodes as it stands is we play music in the podcasts. Uh, because they appear on Spotify. I mean, they're also on Anchor too. Um, you should listen on both platforms. And each show that we do is doesn't have to be educational. I mean... I was kind of shocked of how educational the last two were. The psychedelic one and the punk one were very educational. Um, I really like the punk one. Yeah, I love the punk one. Just because we... Could, just because, I mean, what what we did with the punk one was amazing because we went from the absolute bare bones and the roots of punk and I was like oh I just want to get to playing the pistols but I was like no 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 hold off hold off you know what actually makes punk you know the poets the poetry John Cooper Clark and you know talking about the beat poets and I, I thought that that was really good stripping it back playing some Bob Dylan talking about the hippies talking about metal it was all really great and I just thought wow this is brilliant you know, um, but I just thought, wow, this is brilliant. You know, because I, li- I like to talk about what, you know, and how I interpret things and how I listen to music and what my what my thoughts are on, on music as a whole. Um, and what are your thoughts on music? Or... Do you know what? That's going to be the next bloody episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be... I'm not going to tell you what my thoughts are on music because you'll hear it in the next episode that we do. What are my thoughts are on music because, in fact, we can, instead of looking back on the year of lockdown through music, we'll do... The next episode will be what my thoughts are on music and then the, the episode will be, after that, it'll be the music I've heard over, over lockdown because there's tons and tons of music I've heard... I mean, if you if you listen, you know I, I've heard so much and and enjoyed so much, and I've actually at the moment um, I've got back to listen to Mike Orfield again, yeah, Tubular Bells, um, and in fact I know um, Mike Orfield said he you know it was supposed to be an album in one track, but in actual fact I. But I don't look at it as that at all. I look at it as one track with several different sections in it. But I see what he was trying to do. Um, I mean, Mike Caulfield wasn't the first person to do it because um, Yes tried to do it with Close to the Edge. Um, you know, I think that was an album in three songs. But um, what I like about Tubular Bells is the changes. 
this section does this. Oh, and that section does that. And then that section, it's like the first section is like this creepy still music. Yeah. And then it goes into like classical and then it goes into rock and then it goes into to metal and, and prog rock. And, and then it finishes with this real experimental jam. You know the dum dum bum bum da 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 dum 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 bum ba da ba da ba, and you get someone introducing the instruments, and as you know, if if you've heard me talk about my childhood, and this is why I want to do a part three because I didn't hear Mike Orfield till I was about fourteen, fifteen. I was driving to school one day, and the taxi driver put it on, and I was like, "What's this? Oh, it's Mike Orfield, Chewy Bells, and." I was like, this is fucking brilliant. Mm. You know? Um, and it had everything. I mean, Chewy Bells, it's, it's got everything. It's got psychedelia, it's got classic, it's got rock, it's got metal, it's got... It's, it's got everything. It's, it's, it's how... There's nobody else that will be able to do that now. There's even little bits of folk in there. And it's just, you know, there's nice little bits of acoustic guitar and... You know, but the story of Tubular Bells is is quite moving, to say the least. But, you know, um, probably wouldn't have had John Michel Jarre. <laughs> but, yeah. But I think that was the thing. Those people sort of opened the door, opened the gates for what we've got now, supposedly. Um, yeah people say ask me all the time what are your thoughts on today's music it's oh god you know um, you alright Steve yeah um If you, you know, if you ask me now what I think of today's music. I think it's like. I think if you put your head. In some. If you, if you put your head in some mud. You know. (laughs) In some like mud and sludge and grime. I think you'll kind of get the. The music of today. You know, processed music. Processed, like... I don't know, it's all... I I don't know. It's all uh, Arena Grande and... Lady Gaga and... Which don't get me wrong, her older stuff was really good. Um, but it's I don't know it. It was like, you know, no, I've I've really got to sugarcoat this weirdness. Because she was really weird and, and really out there and really controversial in the beginning, but I, I don't know, it, it was like, how do I sell it, you know? How do I sell it? But... Yeah. I mean, technically, the music of today is... It's shit. I mean, even... I was kind of... I hate to say it. I was displeased with... um, A little displeased with... Some of Ozzy Osbourne's newer stuff. You know, hearing... um, Somebody rap on an Ozzy tune was... 
I don't know, I found it... I don't know, it didn't sit with me. It didn't... It didn't personally sit with me. That track that Ozzy and Elton did, I thought that was... I didn't like it at first, but I absolutely love it. I, I love it because it's like... You know... It was something you could always imagine... Um, but, you know, all the other stuff that was on there. I mean, there was some good songs on there, but there was some disappointing stuff on there too, um, to be fair. Um, you know, but I think nowadays, what music would I listen to? Um, pop punk, pop punk, or um, math rock. Um, oh, crumbs. Um, dervish music, <laughs> you know, um, dervish music. All that sort of call to prayer. Oh. Yeah, but I, this is the thing. I love listening to music that really, really, it just, it's like, I haven't heard this before. I've actually gone back to listening to, to Run Rig, and I've not heard Run Rig. The last time I heard Run Rig, I think I was about uh, 14 or 15. I've not been listening to Run Rig for ages because I was like, now nah, I'm done with Run Rig now, it's, you know, I didn't really, you know, it's not really my music, to be fair. Mm. But I bloody love Run Rig now, I absolutely bloody love it. I preferred the early stuff, um, the first two albums are bloody great. The third album's okay, um, it, you know, but it was, it was, it's all the lively stuff that I like, and... Um, you know the first two, three. I think is it on this on these roads. I can't remember what it's called. The f- I think that's the second album. That's a really good album. You should listen to it. The third album again, really good. And the fourth album, but the fourth album was okay. Like I said, but the first three albums did it for me for a rig. I think you should go listen to the first three albums. But the fourth album, I don't know, you could tell there was a bit of tension in the band. Um, you know. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah. I've also been listening to the Battlefield Band as well, which they're not a new band, but... I absolutely bloody love them. They're folk. And, you know, it's not something that I would have had in my collection a few years ago. It's something that I've probably thrown in the trash. But I absolutely bloody love it. Um, it's it's there with, like, the incredible string band and stuff like that. I really... This is stuff that I'm going to talk more in the next episode. Because, really, 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 guys, my thoughts on music is just... It needs to be had, but I think today's music... So, would I buy anything new? No. No. Not unless it was complete weird and out there, you know? I mean, my CD collection, it's like... It's like, is it on Spotify? Is it... Can I listen to it online? If I can't, what's the point of having it in my CD collection? You know? The thing is, what do you listen to it on? Well, you know, you put it on your laptop or whatever, but... Um, I listen to the CDs on my scanner, you know. Mm. Yeah, because my scanner has a CD player on it. It does. Mm. Yeah. So I listen to them on that. But there are albums that I listen to and I'll say, oh, screw it. You know, I'm not going to listen to that again. I mean, my most of my CD collection, which I take with me to gigs and stuff, 
hardly care for it. It goes in a box, it comes out, I play it for a mix or whatever, and it goes back in the box. And it's sad because, you know, I don't enjoy it, which is why most of my collections on Spotify mm. or SoundCloud or on a hard drive somewhere, <laughs> you know. But it's strange. I'll look at my CD collection and I'll go, what's this record? I don't remember buying that. Mm. You know. But would you have, like, if you was to have a CD collection today, what would you... Well, I wouldn't buy anything new. I wouldn't buy anything new. I'd buy something that's old. Um, you know, so... I'd start with King Crimson, mm. um, Faithless, Led Zeppelin, De Prodigy, you know. And it's strange because I've been going back listening to all these things, you know, thinking, wow, you know, it's great. But it's great when somebody else shows you their music collection and you sit down and somebody puts on a tape and it's like, wow, what's this? And it's like, I bloody love this. You know, and nobody does it anymore. Nobody goes and goes, I'm going to put this tape on and see if you like it or not. That doesn't happen now these days because of the online stuff. But it was like, I remember going to Ray's shop one day and he put on this tape. And I'm like, Ray, this is bloody brilliant. What's this? Dervish music. I was like, wow, brilliant. And another time we had um, Dread Zone on. And I, oh, I bloody love Dread Zone. Absolutely. I was like, wow. I didn't know they were up there with the likes of Orbital and stuff like that. It's got me sort of listening to the Utah Saints and everything again. You know, Left Field. Which, these are bands that absolutely, artists that absolutely bloody love. You know. Um, I think I've, I, there's stuff that I would rebuy. You know, that I'd lost. There's a single... Um, I, there's a couple of things I'd buy from left field, um, you know. But apart from that, there's nothing else I'd actually buy. The last thing I bought um, was um, oh, what was the last song that I bought? It was, I bought it off iTunes. Cold storage message, um, but. That's on Spotify. And the thing is, I look at it this way. I pay a £20 subscription for Spotify every uh, every month. Just a minute. look at it like this you know i have a spotify subscription which spotify i bloody love i absolutely bloody love spotify you know uh because half my music collection is on there it's I'm, i've searched for things and it's like when i found that tool went on spotify and it's years years to find a good you know a good tool song because They've not been on Spotify. And then there was that band that was at Jeff Fest. They were on Spotify. And there's a, a band, like, you'll see a band that'll go, hey, we're on Spotify. It's strange, you bump into a band now and you go, hey, have you got a CD? They'll go, no, we're on Spotify. You know, so it's great because you bump into a band now and either if they're on Spotify, you can go and listen to them, just add them to your playlist or like them. I mean, it's strange how many songs I, I absolutely like. I've got like a thousand songs I've liked and a thousand songs I've listened to. And I'm like, really? Have I really found that many people? You know? So, and it's strange because people look at my profile and they'll see my playlist and it's like Rachel and Anne, they, they say to me, 
you know, Stephen, we've not heard of this. Like, you know, well, it's, it's good stuff, you know. I mean, I remember I was at a party, um, one of their friends' parties, and the mums and dads were all sat down because they had the, the young kids' music, that, you know, which I like techno music. But it was it was the 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 stuff that it had a pointless drop in it, and it's just like you know, I thought mm, this sounds very pointless, you know. So I went up to the DJ. I said, "Look, the floor is empty. You know, not even half the young kids are bored of this now." I said, "Stick some um, Grandmaster Funk, um, you know, um, oh, what's the track called?" <laughs> Sorry, my brain is freezing. Um, yeah, Jack Masterfunk. Oh, I'm going to research it. So yeah, we was at um, Jess's party and I just went up to the DJ and said, can you put Jack Masterfunk? Um... Love can't turn around. Put it on. I said, the parents, everybody will be on the floor when they hear it. I said, trust me. Trust me on it. Trust me on it. You'll love this tune. So I went down, sat down, and uh, the night went on. I was jumping around that, and the, the track didn't come on. It was like four tracks or something. I said, dude, I said, you haven't put that track on. Said, come on. Everybody's wanting this track. You'll, the whole place will be jumping. Trust me. So anyway, it was two tracks, and then it came on, you know, Love Can't Turn Around, and everybody hit the dance floor. It was like, you know, and I was like, told you, told you, this tune is, is you know, everybody knows it. And I remember at the end of the night, it was like, somebody came to me and said, how do you know that tune? I was like, what do you mean, how do I know that tune? It's one of the greatest Acid House tunes of all time. But I'd actually discovered it on a mix I'd heard. I think it was somebody was playing a, a DJ set um, on Facebook or something. And I heard Jackmaster Funk. I thought, I've got to check this out on Spotify because I like the, the, the riff. You know, the riff comes to mind. Love can turn around. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. This is... You know, the piano on it and everything, the vocals. and There's just everything you wanted from it. And I remember uh, showing my producer and he was like, I haven't heard this track before. But he said, I quite like that. I said, mate, I said, this track's been going since, you know. See, it's, it's like the, the king of all house tunes. Everybody should know it. So everybody was on the dance floor that night. And... Um, this is it, you know. Um, everything, every, you know. Um, but, I don't know. And it's, I tell you what, though, I went to sort my CD collection, uh, was it last year or a year before? I can't remember. Um, and there's some embarrassing stuff in there. I think everybody needs to sort their CD collection out once in a while. I'm still, I still haven't scratched the surface. I've, I've collected so many CDs over the years. It's, it's absolutely embarrassing, you know. Um, but, you know, your music collection's got to start somewhere. Okay, I want to share some stuff with you. Um, I had some weird dreams over uh, lockdown and I kind of want to share them. Uh, the four dreams that I've had. I've had, a f I've had a few really terrible ones. I don't want to share them once, but I'll share the best few dreams with you. I know everyone's going to hear them. So the first dream was a psychedelic experience that I had. Um, where I was flying through colours, 
you know, it's like the silver machine. I was like, woo, flying through colours. And um, I kind of sort of just went through, it was like a, I was like going through a kaleidoscope. That was a brilliant dream. Um, the next dream I had was about, um, again, another psychedelic dream where I asked the dream to show me something psychedelic. And I was like, oh, does the towel feel like R or does R feel like the towel? Um, you know, what does a sink feel like? You know, water, what does that feel like? You know, are we really here? Are we, you know, what, you know, it was like all this kind of thing. And, and it was like, um, I was able to walk through walls and, you know, fly through the window and, I just saw things coming back and coming forward and sideways, not ways. And it was weird, but, you know, here's the thing, right? If you ask your dream to show you something, they do say be careful. And I didn't do a reality check. <laughs> so I got the good trip. But, you know, um, I've had a few bad dreams. But anyway, um, the next dream I had... It was a dream where I was with some friends and I wanted to smoke a cigarette and I have smoked a cigarette in real life. It's like licking a 2p coin, but I wanted to sort of see what the side effects were. And I smoked this cigarette and each, you know, as you suck in, as you breathe in with the cigarette, you're like, I was, and I blew out and I was like, wow, this is magic. And it was, it just felt good, you know, I felt, wow. I was just smoking, I was like, at ease. And each, like, light, I was like, you know. And I was just throwing cigarettes on the floor and smoking and the room was filling with smoke and I was, I was getting happy. And it was like, I was getting choked up with happiness and, and it was like, wow, this is amazing, it's like, you know, and it's like, oh, this is cool, you know. And I was just like laughing. I was like, life's a breeze, man. Life's a breeze. And, you know, and then it's just like, and then it was like, I got someone was like, even the people that were really mad at me, like, who the F are you looking at type of thing. I was like, oh, you know, I'm not scared of you. You know, <laughs> but that was weird. Um... And then another dream that I had uh, was about, I, I, I was walking down um, Horton Street. For those of you in the Southport, um, you know, there's Horton Street. And then there's a little road called Wright Street where Galloway's is. And I'm always walking towards Arnside Road, right? But in this dream, I was walking towards a church and we went in, and it was a temple. And in there, there was this bell. And there was these, like, priests talking. I was going with my mate. He was, he was, yeah, you know, he was over this ceremony, done or whatever. And I could go watch. And in this temple, they had a bell. And they said, when the bell rings, um... It calls your name. The bell. The bell calls you, basically. So, um, so I got to touch the bell and I heard the bell too. And these priests, they were explaining how that bell worked. So that's another dream that I've had. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I've had any other real weird dreams, you know, like real weird, but the dream about the bell that stuck with me because I think that's something that's going to happen to somebody and...
they don't know but they're being called to do something or they have been called or they they have been called but they don't know so it's it's one of them isn't it it's strange happenings sorry that's the end of the episode I really hope you've enjoyed um, today's episode on what we've talked about Um, I'm sorry if there's not been much in it like virtual walks and stuff but we have a Facebook page where we show all that off and some of the stuff gets put onto YouTube too so as DVD extras so we naturally just get down to doing a really good show So, guys, I'll see you in the next episode.